Life is full. It's full of beautiful moments, hard moments, and a whole lot of mundane in between. Often we find ourselves going through the motions and we end up seeing mostly the hard, mostly the boring, and failing to see the good in our days at all. With Intention is a podcast about changing the narrative. I'm your host, Desiree, and I'm no expert at living intentionally. I'm just here to share my personal learnings alongside stories from others about how we're learning to see the beauty in the mundane, celebrate our beautiful, ordinary, everyday lives, and approach every aspect of them with intention. We'll talk about things like motherhood and family, reflecting and taking care of ourselves, our work, our homes, all the things that make up our days. My hope is that you'll leave our conversations reminded that our beautiful, hard, ordinary, mundane days, this messy life, it's full of good and it's full of purpose and it's meant to be lived well with the utmost intention. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to today's episode. Hi friend, welcome back to With Intention. I can hardly believe that here we are in December 2020. We are almost done with the craziest year, although I'm not sure that the craziness will end with the year, but only time will tell. I am truly just ready to focus on the good that this year has brought instead of the negativity, the pain, the sickness, the hurt, the division. I am ready to just kind of look at other things, not pretend those things aren't there because they are. Those things happen. Those things are still happening. But to fix my eyes on the good things, the positive things, because good has come of this year. When we go through hard things, we inevitably change for the better, right? Even if we don't see it right away, I think we can look back and see that. That is not what we're talking about today. I just, that's been on my mind a lot, and maybe it's coming for a future episode. But we are starting December off on the right foot because I have one of my very favorite friends that I have met on the internet, Kat Steck from the Junkyard Journals. If you don't know her, you will after today and you will love her. We are talking about simple holidays. How do we simplify this holiday season? We do talk a lot about this from a Christmas standpoint, just because that's what we both celebrate. But I think that these things can be applied, the things that we talk about, to any holiday that you might be celebrating at this time of year. And especially if your holiday involves gift giving in some way, which a lot of them do at this time of year. So Kat is super passionate about shopping secondhand and not giving into consumerism, especially that comes at this time of year that says we need to buy all the things, all the decorations, all the gifts to be celebrating in the right way. I know you're going to love this one. It is beyond any Simple Holidays episode that I've ever done on here because I can't pretend I haven't approached this topic before. I have, but Kat just came out with a course that really digs into this from kind of her perspective where she really talks about conscious consumerism and how we can do this holiday season with being frugal and enjoying the holidays beyond the stuff, enjoying the holidays beyond material things in general. Let's just get right to this conversation. It's a fun one. I think you're going to love it. So here's my conversation with Kat. All right. Well, I'm so excited today to have my friend Kat on the podcast. We're going to talk all about just simplifying the holiday season, getting rid of the noise in the holiday season. And before we do that, Kat, you are a returning guest, which you're one of the few, so you should so you should feel uh, you should feel good about yourself because so many people loved your episode, and I love talking to you. So, before we get started, though, can you just give like a brief uh, for anyone who didn't hear your past episode, a brief about you? Who you, who are you? What do you do? Yeah, 
I'm so glad to be here, Desiree. Um, I'm thankful for being back on, and I had so much fun last time talking to you about um, secondhand and fast fashion. Um, so today I'm here because um, we're going to talk about the holidays a little bit, but I, um, Desiree and I know each other from Instagram. I run an Instagram about um, thoughtful living and making more um, conscious consumption choices and just kind of getting away from all the noise of consumerism, especially as a mom, we are just infiltrated with um, the mentality that we need to like be buying new things all the time. Last year I did, was it last year? Two years ago? I don't even know because time, what is time in, anymore? Um, but I did a year of not buying anything new and I started like really focusing on contentment and um, focusing on buying secondhand and got really involved into um, like ethical reasons for doing that and just contentment reasons trying to um, find more in my own life um, outside of just being a consumer. So that's where I'm at. I love it. And I always love what you share. And I was so excited uh, just to see you share about a course that you created around kind of simplifying this holiday season. And I think the things that you are there, I think the things that you're digging into there are um, just, I don't know, different than what we se seem to think of when we say simplify the season. Like, yes, um, I think a lot of people simplifying the season do think about frugality and maybe their finances, but I don't know. I just feel like you're digging into something deeper. So I'm excited to hear more on that from you. The first thing I want to do uh, is I want to hear you talk about the why behind it, because I think that that's an important place to start. We all want our holidays to be less stressful. Like I feel like everyone wants that. Who wants a stressful holiday season when it's supposed to be like peace, joy, quiet time to end the year, right? <laughs> so why do you think it's important to really actually like go beyond just saying, yeah, I, I wish that I could have a simple holiday season and dig our heels into focusing on contentment during this season? Well, especially this year, but in any other year too, like, like you said, like we just get so caught up in all the overwhelm. And I think, um, you and I both know, like, it's really easy as a mom to get caught up in all of these things of like, can I, what are the perfect gifts for my kid? And even like as a pseudo minimalist, as both of us, I feel like both of us are in that like gray area minimalism. Um, it's like, can it, what's the perfect minimalist gift? You know, I'm just going to do a few things. And then we get caught up like looking at all these gift guides and that's the simple holidays. I mean, these simple toys that we spend way too much of our lives looking for. Um, so I'm just really trying to refocus on my family and things that matter to me, like supporting my community through a pandemic, um, supporting small businesses, um, supporting secondhand um, because Christmas and the holiday season is like, such a crazy time of waste and overconsumption. Um, and then really just getting back to like what my true values are and how can I align the holiday with what I want for myself and my family and kind of move further in that direction. And we can talk more about that a little bit later, but um, I also just like have dug into so much research about um, mental health and um, finding contentment and like being aligned with your values. Um, and it's just been really important to me raising a toddler 
to be moving away from materialism and instant gratification and be setting her up with some values um, that I know are going to serve her in the future. Um, there's like so much research about um, kids and materialism and instant gratification and like addiction later and um, that there's, it can be really tied to success having um, like a slower, slower um, pace of, I don't know, having less toys and just um, less stuff and less focus on stuff. I guess it's not even really the stuff. It's how we value it and how we focus it. So for me, I'm really looking at doing holiday things that aren't completely revolved around gift giving, but are more revolved around relationships within our family, within our community. Um, so it's a whole whirlwind of things. Yeah. And a lot of people listening do have kids. Um, some don't, but just thinking about the fact that, you know, we both have young kids, we both have toddlers Think of the fact that we are able to and in that place where we can set this holiday up for them to be something not about consumerism. But also when I talk about that, I always think about the people who do have older kids who might have been set up in a different way to have those big piles of gifts under the trees. I mean, I know that's how my Christmases were growing yeah. up. Um, but I always, I just want to put it out there that obviously every family is different and, you know, people are going to have to figure out how to have those conversations with their kids if this is something you truly want. Because I, I think about my own <laughs> transformation with like consumerism and stuff and just think that obviously Christmas for your family is not too far gone. And, um, you know, your kids and their view of stuff is not too far gone. I think give them more credit than that. You know, the, they can have those conversations and I think they can understand more than we often think that they can. So absolutely. I also think involving them in those conversations about like creating a family mission statement. And this is something I go through in my course, but like if you have young toddlers, like you and I do doing that by yourself or with a partner would be the most helpful, but with older kids, like involving them in that. So then when you're picking the gifts, like one of our family values is adventure. So when you're picking the um, gifts with your kids or your, their brainstorming ideas, like you're brainstorming what are family adventures we can go on together this year and how can our holiday, our traditions, our gifts align with that for our family and like the direction that we want to go in. So it's really about like strengthening those bonds too, which like at those older ages is even more important, you know, so I totally yeah. agree. Like it's never too late to reclaim. Yeah, absolutely. So we've already kind of been diving into this a little bit, um, but I actually got a question recently, which is why I want one of the reasons I wanted to have you on and have a conversation about this in general is about like contentment when it comes to gift giving, uh, not necessarily like thinking of our kids' contentment when they're receiving, because I think a lot of times we like project that on them. But as parents, having this mindset, and I know last year I, I thought through this a lot as my daughter was getting older and starting to recognize the gifts that are under the tree, this mindset that how do we become content with, with like the amount we're giving and how do we choose an amount of gifts that feels right, that feels like we're setting our kids up to understand contentment with what we have is more important than getting 
I don't know, wrapped up in consumerism and always wanting and needing more. So do you have any thoughts on that? Just like an amount or what does your family do? Yeah. So I know a lot of people do like a four amount. You might remember what the thing is. It's like something you need, something to read. What are that? Yeah. It's something you, something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. I should read, which is like, it's just so cute, you know, but I mean, we like unwrapping presents and like, it can be your family's choice, like how much of that you do or don't do. And like the number that's just up to you. But I think just really like what we were saying before, like refocusing that your holiday, everything about your holiday isn't about gifts. Um, And that can even be looking at the books that you have about the holidays. Like are all the books you have, is it just literally about kids getting gifts? Because last year I was reading through my daughter's Christmas books with her. And I was like, these are not message holiday messages that like I want, um, you know, being the main thing of our holiday. And so I kind of like just filtered those out, stuck them in the little free library, recycled a couple that were really, really bad. Um, (laughs) And then um, I also think like when you're really aligned with your values and the gifts are going that way, like you can feel better about the relationships that you know, like what the purpose of those gifts are, even if they're smaller, um, like you're focusing more in on that relationship instead of on, do my kids know I love them? It's like, I love my kids so that I, so that's why I do this. Um, and then also like, if you want to give more gifts, like giving gifts of things that you're already doing, like if you know you're going to be baking with your kids, then maybe you wrap up even things from your pantry, like take the flour out of your pantry, take a whisk out of your cabinet and put it in a box. Like this is an experience we're doing together and our relationship and this time together is the gift. It's not just all this random stuff I bought at the dollar store because we know and we can rest in that piece that that relationship that we're building is going to be way more important Um, for ourselves and for our kids than any of this stuff that we can swipe up and buy from anyone's gift guide around. And that helps me too, because I still get that feeling, like even though I've been doing this work um, for myself, I still definitely get that feeling of like, should I be getting her that? Or do we have enough educational toys? And then I just kind of inventory what we have, inventory my emotions behind that, which is a lot of times just weird mom guilt about other things, you know, we all have it. Um, and just kind of, you know, step back from that and really assess, assess what I'm giving and why. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think I love the idea of giving things that kind of fit the season already, or just are things you're already going to do together. The experience gifts. I think, um, for us, like we used to do the Actually, my husband and I started it for each other when we were, I think, engaged the like four things, Mm -hmm. you know, the want, need, um, wear, read. But then when it comes down to it, even like we do give each other gifts too still. (laughs) We we were going to do that pattern for our whole family. I was like, I, this child especially does not need anything else to wear because she has grandparents (laughs) that get her clothes all the time. And I don't really want, like, I, it's just, it almost feels like you're getting things just to fit a mold. Um, so I, I don't know, like I've just, 
for me, it's just fighting that urge that Christmas has to be a pile of under of gifts under the tree because my daughter doesn't think of it that way yet. And I, but I still, I like, not that I have that, have had that for myself anytime in the last 10 years, but I still think of it that way. I think from yeah, when I was, I mean, I feel like that's a lot of unlearning for us to do. And like, it doesn't have to be, I feel like it's really that we have to like go to that place of like abundance versus scarcity mindset. Like we see less presence as like a scarcity thing, but when we see the abundance of the relationships that we're building on instead, like we're choosing to make our holiday about these relationships instead of the gifts. Yeah. There's gifts under the tree for some of our families. Like everyone's in different situations this year, but like, yeah, there's some stuff under the tree, but that's not like what I'm going to talk about this whole season is like, wait until you see what Santa brings. It's like, no, wait until we, you know, spend time doing this tradition this year, or I can't wait to cozy up and read these library books with you this year. Like that's what this holiday is about instead of everything being so focused on the presence under the tree, you know, like for us too, like you're saying, like both of us are doing that work and it's still there ingrained in us. Yeah. Uh, And I, I think kind of like what you're getting at is to just like focusing on different traditions throughout the season. And I, I think looking back to as a kid, like those are things that I remember and truly enjoyed. Do I remember like one of the 20 gifts that I got that year? Like, no, (laughs) that's, that's what our kids are going to down the line. Like they're going to want to maybe carry on those traditions or have meaningful traditions with their own families because that's what they had uh, with us. I hope you're enjoying today's episode, but I wanted to take a quick break to introduce you to our sponsor, Public Goods. Public Goods is your one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials. They're made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. They have everything from coffee to toilet paper to shampoo and pet food. It's your new everything store, and it's thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. So when you're trying to shop consciously, it can be hard. Rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, Public Goods members can buy all their premium essentials in one place. I love that they ethically source everything. They search the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. And they obsessively develop their products to be free of the unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives that you can still commonly find on drugstore and grocery store shelves. They're committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. And I'm personally obsessed with their dental floss. Their dental floss is super simple ingredients and it comes in the cutest little glass tube that's refillable so you're not constantly using up a bunch of plastic just for your dental floss containers and I also love their chocolate covered almonds are amazing I'm obsessed with them I eat the whole bag in a day it's not good but it is good and one of my favorite things is that they use a membership model to keep costs low and pass on more savings to their customers and you can make your first purchase with no obligation so we worked out a deal for the with intention listeners public goods is giving you $15 off your first order with no minimum purchase you have nothing to lose. You can go to publicgoods.com slash intention or use code intention at checkout. That's publicgoods, P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash intention to receive $15 off your first order. All right, let's get back to today's episode. 
One other thing that you have talked about uh, recently and also something that is going to be really important to us this holiday season, a lot of us, is just the idea of frugality. And, you know, this year might push us to that more than ever. And just what's going on in this year and financial struggles many people have gone through. But it's something we can take with us in the future. I don't think it's ever a wrong thing to be, you know, frugal during the holiday seasons. So what are some what are some ways that we can do that and we can be more frugal through the holiday season? So I think thinking about things you've done in the past and then thinking about a different way to do it or if you want to do it at all is the first um, good step. But things like family photos, you can still do those things if you haven't been affected um, by the financial issue. What what am I trying to say? Um, if your family hasn't been affected um, financially this year, then supporting a local photographer is like such a great thing. And I mean, there's tons of ways to do that socially distance, but that could also be something you don't need to give up on that. Like grab a tripod. Um, my tripod is from a local thrift store or borrow one, set your phone up on a rock, you know, and um, get out at a good time and use some clothes from your closet and get those family photos. Like you don't have to give up on those, on those traditions, especially things like that, that are like keepsakes, um, make great grandparent gifts too. Um, so like doing those things anyway, just finding a different way to to do them. Um, and then things like I save, um, packaging paper through the year like that's our wrapping paper one it's recyclable and two it's just like a frugal way of doing that my daughter can decorate on them Um, we're gonna in a couple weeks like do um potato cut out on a potato and make a little stamper and like stamp our gift wrap so that's a tradition in itself right there too and cutting out costs the wrapping paper so just thinking about like all those $5 things here or there, like those things are really what <laughs> breaks you <laughs> at the holidays. Um, and we just don't need to go into debt um, showing people that we love them um, this holiday. And there's so many, so many things that we can do um, to save money and still have a great holiday. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love the idea of just looking at things you normally do and reframing it. I think that's such a simple way to kind of make this applicable to anyone, any holiday. I mean, because there are obviously like it's more than just Christmas. It's celebrated this time of year. Uh, That's what we both celebrate. So that's what we've been kind of like talking towards. But that specifically and a lot of these things, a lot of other holidays have a gift giving aspect to them as well. So yeah, I think just reframing it of how can I still do this, but do it differently. And then the idea too of like, do I even want to still do this? Because I think a lot of times we're doing a lot of things that we think we have to do during this time of year. Right. Like um, sending family photos, like the big mail of cards. Like last year we kind of decided like, we're not going to do that anymore. And I just started sending like on a postcard app out to like a couple grandparents and a couple people that I know like keep them through the like to the next year or keep them up on their fridge. So I was like, I'm not shelling out like $300 to do that again, you know, and they just get tossed into the trash. But now I have like a smaller list. And if anyone ever is like, where's my card? I'll just add them to the list, you know, and it's like $10 instead of hundreds of dollars now. 
Yeah, that's such a good idea. I'm pretty sure we didn't even send out Christmas cards at all to anyone last year. <laughs> I am so bad at mailing anything. Like if I have to put an address on it and get it to the post office, it's most likely going to take like weeks and then it will be after Christmas anyway. I wish yeah. that was not how I was because I love receiving them. But, like sometimes we have to be honest about who we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You and I both, for sure. <laughs> to wrap up our conversation, I just want to know, like, what are your final encouragements on reducing the noise around this season, especially when it comes to, I know that you are so much about, like, stepping away from consumerism. So what are just, like, any last tips or practical steps that you have? Yeah, so I think, like, really leaning into the values thing again, like, this has been a super hard year for small businesses. Like, even if you're not struggling financially, like, how can I either opt for secondhand or opt out of this stuff and then put my money towards um, small bit to buying, like, a few nicer things from a small business um, or a Black-owned business or, like, something that really is, like, more aligned with your values and what you want um, to support this year? Um, and then also, um, just like giving yourself less opportunities to shop, um, and to be shopping. Um, so what that looks like for me is unfollowing and muting accounts that are like having me swipe up all the time on things or that are making me feel discontent with my own life. And then like taking inventory of what we already have. So it's a great time to like do a quick declutter, um, with your own kids, um, either involving them or if they're like babies, don't you wish you had like gone a little harder in the baby stage? Because I didn't realize how much my toddler would be like attached to every stuffed animal <laughs> when she was a baby. Yes, yes. I, the stuffed animal thing <laughs> is a problem. <laughs> 100%. We have like an uh, ottoman in our living room filled with like old stuffed animals instead of stuffing because it's such a problem. But um, also thinking about like, what do we have too many things of and what can we put on Facebook Marketplace for another family to use for Christmas? Or what could I give away on a buy nothing group or um, give to a local organization that's like still in good giftable condition? Um, preparing my kids for that, talking about generosity and like managing my home a little bit more because um, especially with grandparents like no matter how much you want to choose a simple Christmas like there's still you know other people involved sometimes in giving gifts um, and then really just like making a plan and practicing patience so like if you do think about something you want to buy like I like to wait 24 hours before um, I'm buying something just to give myself like a chance to think and kind of take inventory of my own emotions about um, why I'm spending. So like, am I really wanting that thing and valuing that thing as an additional gift or an additional decor piece? Or am I just like getting swept up in this moment and I'm like hungry or feeling like depressed about a COVID Christmas or, you know, whatever that is, just like giving myself a little bit of time um, to process the why behind what I'm doing. Yeah, I love all of those ideas, all of those thoughts. And a couple of things that I have thought about this year, like more than ever, is one, the idea of last year we did a secondhand Christmas. And I did talk about this 
uh, in a previous episode. But this year, we I want to do the same thing, which is just buying as much as I can for my daughter. But I we recently got a new couch just because our current couch did not like fit our house well. And I didn't feel good about obviously just like buying a new couch for that reason. So we sold ours on marketplace and bought another one on marketplace and it like came out even. So we have a new couch, but we didn't contribute to, you know, a landfill with our couch. We, we sold our couch, we bought a new one and we didn't spend any money in the process that can happen during the Christmas season, you know, like your kids probably have things that they haven't touched since last Christmas. And those things can probably be sold on marketplace. And then you can use that to find like new things on marketplace and, or wherever it doesn't have to be Facebook market right. saying that. Cause that's where I do most of my, my secondhand shopping. But then the other thing too, and the other thing too, with like how you talked about waiting 24 hours is we all make, most of us make Christmas lists every year. And that like naturally gives us a waiting period, whether we make it for family members or ourselves or our kids. But now it's so easy to just make a list and like click and buy things so automatically. And I think that that's something that I got into the habit of pretty easily in the past. So yeah, the waiting period, I think it used to be a part of Christmas. Like you make a list and then you, you have time to think about <laughs> those things, you know, right. now it's like all the sales happen the minute you even think about making a list. Remembering that just because something's on sale doesn't mean you need or even want it. Like, especially with social media, with, with, um, which both of us are on, like, it can really get to you like when things are on sale and like you see it on multiple people's accounts like but just kind of stepping away from that like especially around Black Friday like I just won't even look at other people's stories like because I know that they're going to be putting up like grab this on Amazon today um and I just that's not what I want for Christmas like I want to support secondhand I want to support small businesses this year and I just don't want to be wrapped up in other people's ideas of what a good holiday is because like it used to be that you were just like comparing to like your neighbors or like when we went over to a friend's house you compare your Christmas to like that one other person but now we're like <laughs> comparing our holidays to like thousands of other people that we're following and don't even know online like around the world so it's just like so easy to get caught up in that and what you were saying too about like the waiting um deleting apps um that make it really easy for you to buy things like deleting a prime app if you still have a prime account or um even like deleting apps like poshmark for me like just because it's secondhand still doesn't mean i need it so like once i'm done buying things like anything that's making shopping too convenient for me having my credit card saved things like that that like can just give me a little pause that's really helped me a lot all good those are all good tips and i just love what you said too of the idea of um not getting wrapped up in what someone else's idea of the holidays are so your course i know digs into the whole idea of the family going through your, your personal values around this time of year, um, your family's values around this time of year. So if someone wants to dig deeper into that and like all the other things that you put into that, where can they find that? 
Um, so you can find it, you can just go to my Instagram um, at the junkyard journals and it's linked in my bio. It's hosted on teachable, but that's probably the easiest way to find it. And I'll link it in the show notes. Two questions, which I have asked you some of these questions before, but they've changed a little bit. So I am going to ask you again, two questions I ask every guest. The first one is what's something that you personally do um, whether it's daily or just like a regular thing in your life in some way to choose intentionality? Um, something I've been trying to do a lot recently is just put my phone away more. Um, so I put my phone on the top of my refrigerator and um, just leave it there with a ding on just for like important family members. And then I'll check it occasionally around my daughter's nap time and at different times, but just kind of putting it a little bit more out of access for myself. So it's not as much a part of my daily routines. Yeah. So good. And like you said about the whole idea of social media being even more of a, I don't know, temptation this time of year. This is as good of a time as ever to do that for sure. 100% save you like thousands of dollars. <laughs> and the, the last question I have is what's something that you're loving right now? Um, something I'm loving right now is um, we've been taking just walks first thing before even breakfast in the morning. And it's getting so chilly here in the mornings um, in Los Angeles. It really does get chilly. <laughs> um, and just being able to bundle up and like go on a walk first thing has been just so, so nice. So fun. I love walks, especially, I don't know, we're in Pennsylvania. So soon, I don't know if I'll be saying that anymore. <laughs> it'll be like 20 degrees. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you could join us on the 5 a.m. walks. Yeah, I don't think not even <laughs> not even right now, but <laughs> but that sounds that sounds nice. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I always love talking to you. You too, Desiree. Thanks so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope it helps you get into the holiday spirit and move into your holiday season with a little less focus on consumerism or at least feeling less pressure to focus on those things or just anything that you don't want to be focused on this holiday season that you feel like you should. So I've been ending the episodes with a challenge and you know you can take it or leave it if you want to do this or not, but I like to just provide a little application piece at the end here. And that's exactly it for this episode. Is there something during the holiday season that you feel obligated to do every year that you can say no to this year? So something that you don't want to do what is it? Is there a way that you can put that down this year, decide that you're just not going to do it or you're not going to do it as a family because it does not benefit you all. It doesn't make sense for this year, whatever the reason. And on the flip side of that, is there something that you love to do during the holiday season that either is a part of your holidays typically, or maybe it is something that gets lost. It's something you never seem to have time for or it's something you've always wanted to do, but you haven't been able to find time for it. How can you make time for that this year? Make it a priority to do something that 
you think will bring you and your family joy in this season. Of course, I think there are about a million application points from this episode, and I'm so grateful Kat came on to talk to us. Go ahead and check out her course. It is extremely affordable. She has made it so that it is accessible to anyone who would want it, and she has packed a ton of research base and applicable knowledge in there for you. So you can check that out. Again, I have that linked in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, share it wherever you like to share things. I appreciate you for that. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening in. And I will talk to you right back here again next week.